This is a part of the Aggie Radio Show Network. Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Being an adult is hard enough. What with all the decisions we got to make, major, job, partner, what we even want to do with our lives. I help you figure out exactly what you want here on the podcast, how to overcome the hurdles in the way, your own self-doubt, and how to keep life spicy, and how to just feel good about the life that you're living. Because the secret is, you aren't alone. I've been there. It's totally relatable. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad to be back here today. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of experimenting with my setup. I've designed a blanket to be around my closet and change some of the settings and stuff. So hopefully things are sounding a little bit better, a little bit more professional, potentially. My voice clearly still isn't, (laughs) but that's okay. I'm just excited to be here and to get some stuff out there. Um, I'm trying to obviously you know, figure out how to balance this podcast with my life and whatnot, and um, obviously battling my own brain's thoughts about um, being lazy and not doing these things and just, you know, watching a full season of Seinfeld in one day, you know, that'd be kind of great. But, you know, I'm trying to trying to work with it. <laughs> well, how are you guys? How was your week? My first week of school back was honestly pretty great. It was fantastic, to say the least. I loved it. This day off that I'm getting um, for Martin Luther King Jr. Day has been also quite fantastic just to get a lot of stuff done, you know, got a nice haircut. Um, yeah, this is kind of boring stuff. You don't need to be hearing this. <laughs> Basically, I'm trying to do stuff that's more a little bit off the cuff, more pertinent, more just like thoughts that are in my head rather than trying to write everything down. One, because it takes a long time. And two, because I, I think it's better to get things that are not as scripted. I like scripted thoughts. And so sometimes I will continue to do that. But for the most part, I want to try and create stuff that is more organic and natural. So it's a little experiment. Maybe it'll fail, but who knows? We're going to give it a shot. So anyway, this week, I wanted I had this interesting thought. Um, when I was on winter break, I just had this kind of idea about like working with some like interesting principles that I was noticing um, as I've been trying to, you know, create and run this business of, you know, a coaching program for college students and also just normal goals that I've been trying to set and whatnot and really just trying to notice human behavior and noticing how there are interesting similarities to the laws of physics. Now knowing the laws of physics, like if now some of you now some of you already may know I'm a physics major. So basically I'm a physicist. You could call me that. I think so. I haven't gotten my degree yet, so <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully it should happen. But basically um Basically, all of physics can be summed up in the idea that it's the fundamental understanding of the laws of nature, how we what we observe in the world when it comes to motion, forces, just everything, like how does it work, basically, and trying to go to the very bare bones understanding of what that is. Um, and it's fascinating. The world is just fascinating how it works. Like, it's cool to understand that, like, truly to understand how, like, an electron currently, electrons tons of them, millions and billions, whatever, is, are being forced through a wire to produce the electricity necessary to power the device that you're listening to this podcast on, basically. The sound waves are vibrating and traveling towards your ears, and then those that is generating a frequency inside your brain, which travels your neural pathways, which creates understanding of words and whatnot, how the photons 
that are literally traveling into your eyes are exciting, excited from the objects in the world and coming to your vision. And that's how you perceive the world around you and color and picture. Like it's, it's so cool to understand that like everything that is being inputted into your body and outputted is just happening. There are like trillion beyond trillions of processes that are happening every single day, every single moment inside of you, outside of you to create the world and the experience that you're living. And you don't even notice any of it. It's amazing just to like perceive how it's all made possible. So the mechanics of it, they all function according to laws. There are laws of physics in place. You probably have heard of Newton's three laws, basically, um, or maybe laws of electrodynamics, or maybe you've heard of like, I don't know where you're coming from. Like you might be mechanical engineering, you might be an education major, or you might just like, know nothing about physics, which is totally fine. Um, a lot of people say they hate physics, which I think is unfortunate, but like, you know, you know, can't win them all. <laughs> but basically, like, for example, consider the law of gravity. We've proven it time and time again, so we can consider it a law, basically, in that basically there is like when you throw an object up in the air, it'll return back to you. When you drop something, it'll fall to the ground, basically. So like we're in the law of gravity here on Earth as we behave it. I mean, obviously, it's different when you move into space and stuff because you're not near an object. And obviously, gravity functions differently in orbit. And there's so many different, there's so many <laughs> variations and alterations on laws, which I think is also fascinating because nothing is ever really, quote unquote, perfect. But anyway, in our in approximate worldview of the Earth, basically, if you drop something, it's going to fall to the ground. You don't wake up one day and you just start rising out of bed, basically, because gravity just switched off, basically. Or like basically like the tides don't go away because the moon just fell out of orbit or something like that. Like that doesn't just happen effectively. So we can always rely on it, basically. When it's a law, it's reliable 100% all the time. So, for example, like we have utilized already the law of gravity in like we see water traveling down a waterfall. We know that that water will always go down. If there's a supply of water and it's going down a mountain, it will go down. Basically, it'll fall that distance. And so we can put a turbine under that and we can generate energy and power with that. The law of gravity then can always be dependent on generating this turbine of power. I mean, obviously, the water is dependent in that case and scenario, but we can supply that. We can figure that out. So like literally when you walk outside, you don't question if the law of gravity is going to work for you. You don't have to plan for potentially not being there, basically. Like it's just all there for you. And I know you probably didn't want this lesson about gravity and how it all works. And I mean, we haven't even got it. We just scratched the surface on all this. But you're probably saying I'm listening to this podcast to avoid school, Caleb. Why? Why are we talking about this? Like <laughs> there's got to be a point to it. The point is this. The way our universe works can really teach us how we also work. We are products of the universe. We're made up of matter and energy that we basically study in our labs all the time. Even if we are really spiritual beings, basically, if you believe that, we still exist in this world and we function according to the laws and matter in which we inhabit, basically. And there are a couple laws which I want to point out to you that with our understanding, you might be able to efficiently draw more power into your life. You might be able to utilize it better. You might be able to put a turbine or figure out a way to convert that natural law into energy working towards yourself in your life. So the laws follow that they are the law of entropy, the law of inertia, and the law of equal opposition or resistance. So what do I mean by these things? Well, let's take the law of entropy first off. You've probably heard of entropy. It's a common thing even just outside of physics and the idea of things decaying, basically. Take a look at your bedroom, basically. You organize it. Everything is organized in terms of matter that required energy to put that in that place. But as you use that 
bedroom throughout the week, basically, slowly it falls into a state of decay. Even if you just left it by itself, it would slowly fall into a state of decay without any interaction because it's already interacting with the light. And so particles are being shot off. Um, there could be like old dead skin cells and stuff coming off. Um, that sounds kind of gross. I didn't mean like that. But the idea being is that like, you know, the light's going to like could ruin the fabric brightness. Like, I don't know if like your bed sheets or something like that. I'm trying to think of like even like you not even being in that system is is obviously interacting with the environment around it. And so therefore is being affected. And therefore the state is slowly decaying basically it would take a long time without you doing anything with you in the system it decays a lot faster you know disorder all over the place like look at my bedroom it's a mess <laughs> so but that's the idea um the idea being that everything is trying to become easier everything is trying to become more disorganized everything is trying to become equalized into the state so when we see entropy basically energy is always trying to go to the lowest state everything is trying to use um, go down to the lowest amount of energy possible, basically, where you're not, the world is not trying to, you know, we can't create nor destroy energy. So we're trying, though, to kind of equalize that to not have a difference in potential energy or something like along those lines. And like, obviously, I'm probably just <laughs> confusing everyone on the idea. But basically, the idea is to just equalize into oblivion. That's just how the way the word, world works. And it's the same with our human brains, same with our bodies, basically, like our bodies naturally are going to decay and our brains naturally are inclined to choose negativity. And they're also naturally inclined to choose decay, basically, to choose cons conservation of the energy, to choose the lowest energy state possible that is available to us at the, in the moment, basically. So when you have the idea to like wake up early in the morning, your brain's immediately gonna be like, oh, that requires a lot of energy to do that, basically. And so, but even if you wake up early in the morning, your brain will then offer to you like, well, maybe let's go back to sleep. Or maybe after we finish this run, we should go back to sleep. Or maybe instead of doing our homework, we should watch this TV show. Like these are the options that it's always offering because it's trying to put our body and our mind and whatnot into the lowest energy state. And so I bring this up because Muffin Head is trying to do this for your own good. The world is all doing this for its own good because it that's the way it functions, basically. Path of least resistance, basically. Like in terms of with gravity, basically, with the erosion of water, water is going to find the easiest way to travel down the mountain and slowly erode that path until it becomes the easiest path guaranteed because it's deep and driven, basically. And so that's the same with our habits, basically. Any bad habit or any, any habit that you have in your life was because you were told or you figured out that this is the easiest way practically or the best way for yourself and you just kept doing it now obviously there are habits that are obviously harder but and require more energy but you learned that in the end those are ultimately better for you because even if you put more energy in later on you don't have to put as much energy in and so you were smart to figure that sort of stuff out and so that's why there's no really good or bad habit it's just is what you are doing giving you the results that you want in your life is what you're doing in terms of that habit, creating the thing that you want for yourself. And this is why we shouldn't blame ourselves for the things that are really just a realization of the world in which we live. We are just simply living in the world and we are a product of also the world in terms of matter and energy and just also society and our growing up and that nurturing that thereby, of course, we have chosen the easiest way 
in a lot of circumstances. Of course, we've chosen to make things easier for ourselves. Of course, because that's just the way, you know, naturally that we are inclined, basically. But it's in our understanding of this law of entropy that maybe all we have to do then, if we want something that's hard or difficult, we have to convince or we have to explain to our brains, hey, in the end, this is going to be less energy. In the end, this is going to be better for us than it would be if we didn't. So if like, for example, an easy one for me always is like, I choose to work out in the morning because I feel better than just like waking up like an hour later because I feel like it, I get more energy from exerting my body and just like kind of like pushing myself and, and so getting my, you know, my heart moving and whatnot. I mean, that's <laughs> something along that, you know what I'm talking about, basically that sort of idea wakes me up better than just rolling out of bed. And so that's why I'm motivated to do it because my brain kind of understands, oh, I feel better when I do this. Even if it's still hard, it still offers that resistance initially, but it's, I've paved the way consistently in that effort. In other things, I have not paved the way. Like there are certain vegetables that I still am just like, nah, I don't want to. Or like, I'm still very much inclined to eat sweets like whenever I see them. That's fine. And that's okay. That's just a choice of mine. Maybe it's something I want to work on in the future. Maybe not. But like least amount of energy possible. Something's purely available. I don't have to cook it. Great. Let's go for it. That's awesome. Let's do it. So don't judge things just because they might seem easier judge things if they're things that you want to do like judge them as being like i that's something i want to do let's try it basically just from pure desire not from thinking i should do i have to in order to be a good person quote unquote anyway that's entropy so then this leads into the law of inertia the law of inertia is that when an object is at rest it will remain at rest unless a net force is acted on it basically so like and then it will remain in motion until you know a net force basically stops it and so like, just take like a ball, like if I just put a ball on the ground, nothing is going, if there are no forces at play, it's not going to move in a vacuum. Obviously, if there's air blowing, air could probably adjust it for a little bit. If it's on an incline, gravity would probably pull it, push it. But I mean, yeah, whatever. And yeah, whatnot. But it's a pretty simple example. Like when you look at your desk and you see your books, basically your books don't move a week, a month, a year later unless something moves it, basically, unless a force is acted upon it. And that's the same with us. We don't move unless a force acts on it. We are, we will remain at rest, like we said, because we're trying to choose entropy. We're trying to choose that lowest energy state. So in terms of inertia and whatnot, the benefit and understanding this law is that when you get an object in motion, it stays in motion. When you get an object at rest, it'll stay at rest and it will acquire energy to get it moving basically. You know, it doesn't just spark to life out of nothing. It requires energy and focus, which is why it's difficult. So you getting up in the morning requires energy to push yourself out of bed. But the benefit comes that once you do overcome that initial hurdle, you keep moving. You just keep moving. You go to the gym or whatever. You go do your homework, whatever you have planned for that early morning. If you're an early morning, maybe you're not an early morning. Maybe you are a late person and you're like at 10 o'clock to two o'clock is when I do my homework. Okay, let's do that. But it might be hard to separate yourself from your friends. So it takes energy to be like, oh, shoot, I have to go home. I have this big project due. So that takes energy and work to do that. But once you get moving, you're determined and you're like, yeah, we're going to do this project. Okay, I already cleared it up. You're already moving. Basically, you're doing your homework. And then there comes a point. There comes a point during your homework session where your brain is like, your muffin head is like, oh my gosh, like, 
this is so boring or like why can't we do something better like hey what about netflix what about youtube what about your friend what about that girl you've been or guy you've been texting like what about your phone it's right there just like click 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 let's let's get on it basically to interrupt your inertia it's to interrupt yourself from act, being in motion basically your body is already in motion when you're doing this homework your mind is already there and something is trying to stop you that's the little amount of energy in order to get you to stop but if you decide to keep moving you'll ultimately it'll be easier for you to keep moving because like have you ever noticed that like your two or five or ten minute break ultimately leads into a 15 20 30 maybe even hour break i noticed that twice today basically just on my phone da, 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 da. i'm like wow where did the time go basically the, the time went the time just went it goes it keeps on going it doesn't stop during my break basically and if i'm not careful basically when i choose to stop i'll keep being stopped and that that's not to blame or you know we don't want to beat ourselves up for these sorts of things we're like oh my gosh like i'm a terrible person i can't get over this no no be kind to yourself. So you're like, okay, brain, like, thank you for helping me like to take this break. But clearly, like, I think it's been a little bit long enough. It's time to get back on the horse, basically. Or when your brain kind of tries to intercept you, that muffin head is just like, ooh, what about this? What about this? What about this? Like that sort of distraction mode. You can just calmly say to it, well, yeah, that'd be wonderful, but I believe it'll be better for us. We will save more energy in the end by doing this thing. If we just finish it out now, we take this hour instead of two hours later, and then we can relax. Then we can have fun. We, we proportion out our day. Let's just keep going with it, basically, and having that conversation and leaning into the discomfort that is going to come from that, because ultimately, it's going to be uncomfortable. Your brain's not going to want to do it. Your brain doesn't want to do these things, again, because it's trying to conserve energy, following the law of entropy. And so if you know that, it's always trying to go to its lowest state you might want to apply curiosity or just like interest into what is the thoughts that are being offered to you rather than just subconsciously being led into them. So that's the law of inertia and how wonderful it is and how we can use it basically because remember, your brain is always concerned about this energy. I mean, it's a concern about a lot of things, pleasure and pain and whatnot, but ultimately energy is a good resource. And if you can have this kind of relationship and figuring out, okay, if I keep moving... And this ultimately is going to save me energy. Brain, let's do it. Muffinhead, this is what you want. And he's going to complain because he wants instant gratification. But you have to explain to him like, no, like, it's going to be better, basically. Like, or just like, I know you feel bad. And like, you can complain. That's fine. But we're still doing this because I know what's best. Basically, I'm the one in charge. Okay. Um, and then finally, it's the law of resistance. In that Newton's third law is that for every force like applied, there is an equal and opposite, or every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Um, yeah, so like take the easiest one is gravity. Like when gravity is pushing you down to the ground, the ground is equally pushing back up on you as well. Um, or So that's why like you feel pressure in your feet primarily when you step on the ground and you're running and stuff because the ground is actively pushing up against you against that gravity. When you push, like, are you trying to move a box or something, or you're trying to carry something, you are exerting an equal amount of force upon that object as that object is then exerting it upon you. So when you lift stuff, it hurts your hands because it's the force, the object is pushing on you because of its gravity, but you are also lifting it up. And you lift it up because you have a net force ultimately, and you overcome that, but there is still an equal amount of force, well, quote-unquote, like, 
basically <laughs> it's I'm not explaining this obviously as correct correct but like the principle of what I want is there and that there's an equal and opposite reaction so like when you push a wall you push it a little bit the wall pushes a little bit back if you push it a lot the wall pushes a lot equal and opposite I bring this up because the more that you push against your brain the more your brain will push back when you resist the thoughts that are being offered, resist the feelings and things that are being brought up to you and you kind of push it away, you're like, no, that doesn't apply to me. No, I don't want to think about that. Or like, or you kind of willpower your way through things while not acknowledging maybe the anger, resentment, guilt that's building up or your boredom. You don't recognize these feelings or you're, or you actively like kind of talk back to your brain basically instead of like listening to it and trying to like, create that relationship, it's going to push right back. And it's going to hurt basically, because it's going to try and stop you. It's going to try and be mean to you basically, because it's like, no, we should do this, we should stop. And that's why most if not all of us like we have these relationships where we kind of are beating ourselves up. Because we've kind of taught our brains basically like, if willpower is the only way to push through our brains only way of getting us to stop is to beat ourselves up is to be mean to us. And that's where this negative self-talk comes from in that and why we're so focused on like accomplishments and these things of the like, that kind of nature, because we're not acknowledging what's going on internally. We're just kind of focused on the outward appearance. We're just focused on getting things done. You know, that's just like very characteristic of the go get them nature, the workaholic, just like doing all these things. And that might not describe you, but it might describe you a little bit. It'll probably describe you at least in some aspect of your life. So look at your life. And just see, like, where's your brain, like, extremely, like, resistant? Or where you, like, are just trying to, like, mm, like, force your way into there and not, like, feel your feelings or you're just kind of ignoring these sorts of things. And then, like, ultimately, it hits you way harder. So, like, for example, like, you know, I have a lot of anxiety sometimes, like, in social situations or, like, in doing these things that put me out there um like for this podcast and stuff like I used to have like a lot like where I'd just like be like I can't do this I just get super overwhelmed and I would try to just like mm, like not feel my feelings but just hide from it just hide from the ultimate responsibility not do these sorts of things and or just kind of like ignore my brain and then I would be hit straight back basically with that equal amount of resistance that we're putting into it and so what was the solution well the solution was just to allow it Allowance is the idea of you being able to just like let things in and not resist them. And by when I say let things in, it's just like allow the anxiety, allow your brain to give you negative self-talk rather than saying it shouldn't be this way, just saying, okay, it's totally fine. Like, yeah, I feel anxiety. Okay, let's feel it. Let's see what's happening inside my body. Let's dive deep. Where's the pain point? Where Where's the feeling in my body? Is my chest tight? What is the shape of it? What is the color? How does it feel? Like, is it hot? Is it cold? Like, where is it? Identifying it. Like, tell me where it is, brain. Tell me where it hurts. Let me, let me see. I want to see this. I want to feel it. I want to comfort you in this circumstance, basically. And so and then I slowly got better at it because I started allowing it. And when you allow it and you don't offer that force of resistance, guess what? Your brain stops resisting, basically. That doesn't mean that like it's not going to try and get you that lower energy state of entropy, but it doesn't complain as much. It calms down about the things because it begins to trust you. It recognizes that you are not the 
enemy of its desires, you are actually its friend. And I know we're talking about the brain like as if it's like some entity. When we say this, basically, it's just to get our minds wrapped around the idea that your brain is just not you. Your brain is an organ. Your brain is a member of your body. And it is effectively like part of you, but it isn't you. It's an organ that you can work with and talk with, basically, in terms of it is offering you thoughts. And those thoughts are effectively part of you. But some of those thoughts are just coming from the ether or just from your brain's ability because it has a lot of neurons. It's going to offer you sorts of things. It's going to offer you things from your past, your subconscious, things you're, you're just totally unaware of, but it is aware of. And that's why it brings things up, basically. So like term things about danger. Like it's just going to be like, oh my gosh, danger, like danger, danger, danger. But it's you like picking up a cookie and it's like danger, like that's a bad food. Or like you talking to a girl, it's like danger. Oh my gosh, she could hurt you basically. Or like uh, I'm trying to think of all these great examples <laughs> off the top of my head, like going outside danger. It's cold outside. Like we don't want to do that. Like you could die from going out there or danger. You're on social media. Oh my gosh, you could die out there. All these sorts of things, it's just flagging things. And when you are just like that stupid, you shouldn't feel that way. Like I should be better than this. And when we're judging ourselves like that, that sort of resistance, it's just going to shut things down your brain. It's like, like with any friend, if you were judging your friend openly or a friend was judging you, you'd probably be like, I don't really want to hang out with them. I don't like them. Or probably just argue with them all the time. If you've been in a relationship with someone where you just argue all the time, probably results from judgment. And that's the relationship you might have with your brain right now in terms of resistance. And so the law is, is that even if you think your brain is wrong or you think you shouldn't be thinking these things, basically allowing it is what frees you. Allowance is what frees you because the force is then gone. That force of resistance goes away and it because sometimes it's futile trying to push a wall, but we'll still get hurt if we push it all the time because it's going to resist back at us. So even if you think, even if it might seem like it should change, just recognize and practice allowance. Allowance and seeing what's going to happen from this, basically. Allowance of just recognizing that your brain is a human, like, part of your humanity basically it's offering you know these primal desires that you might have and just recognizing that they're okay you don't have to should them out of your life basically wow i just i really enjoyed this podcast probably because we're talking about physics and it's been really fun so maybe you know keep trying this but just to sum things up again remember entropy the world is always going into decay so when things mess are messy that's okay that's just life going according to its plan basically and you have the opportunity to put energy into the system. Now, that's going to be daunting, but you can use inertia. Inertia in that if you just put in one thing of energy and just keep moving, things will work out. Things will be easier in the end rather than trying to start and stop, start and stop, start and stop. And if you can learn to behave and work with discomfort in your life, you'll be able to accomplish things that you haven't been able to accomplish yet. And remember that resistance is ultimately futile in that the law of resistance says that allowance is ultimately what's going to free you from yourself, from this judgment that you might be feeling and allow you to just feel free, basically. I hope you got something from this. Let me know in the comments or, in, yeah, no, leave a comment on the podcast. I'd love to hear from you guys. I just want this content, content to be for you. So let me know where can I improve? What can I give you, basically? Like, I want this to be as much for me as it is for you. I hope you got something out of this. I love you guys. And rock on this week. Use those laws of physics. And I'll see you next week.
If you're struggling with anxiety, need help making a decision, or just want to feel better about something, coaching with me is the answer. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to talk with you. This episode was sponsored by my life coach, Jenny. She is amazing. She actually has her own podcast. So if you want to check it out, it is called the LDS Mission Podcast, and it is awesome. And special shout out to Cassidy Cheshire for signing up for a free coaching session. It was awesome. I love doing these things. Please sign up if you can. And as always, keep it spicy. Thank <laughs> you.